scary no. faces that the people can't see. Oh my god, welcome to taking you back, friends. Back the horror. The hor- the literal horror. I'm Jen Waring. Robbie Davis. And we are excited because it's that time of year, man. October usually so gets run over as uh, in the race to Christmas. Yes. Um, yeah. and, I, and don't even get me started on how bad I feel for Thanksgiving. But the... Um, no one cares about it. No one cares. In fact, I saw Lifetime started playing their Christmas movies already. It was like October oh, yeah. 13th. They, they have a whole thing where they do like Christmas in July too. Stupid. I can't stand it. And you know why I can't stand it? Because I love... Oh, scary movies. Yes. So do I, since I was a kid. Yeah. Too like much. They never I, frightened me. I just always, I don't know, I love them. Um, yeah, no, never. There's been a couple, I would say there's a couple things that have stayed with me in terms of being scary, so like actually scary. But for the most part, just, I mean, I read a lot of Stephen King as a kid. Mm, um, yes, yes. The, you know, it was always the, like, the yes. genre oh, du jour. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Well, actually, on on the list of films that I picked when I was trying to narrow down... Oh, so hard. It was crazy, but uh, Stephen King is on that list. Um, I mean, Stephen King can't not be on, on any... And I had a hard time with... So for folks unfamiliar, we're going to try and do... We're going to try and do a, a yeah. tub of Taking You Back Top 10 on yeah. this. Uh, top 10 of our favorite Halloween movies. And I have to say... I, I had such, I, I can't even with the narrowing down this list because this was. Oh, this took work. I, I instantly took out standalone, like Alien it gets its own, like it doesn't belong mm. in any weird top 10. It's just wins. Jaws. I don't, I don't think of Alien as a. Right, because that, that too, it's a tough. It's a sci-fi. It's a thriller. Thriller. Yes, yes, yes. More okay. than it's. Mm-hmm. A horror film, but also it's perfection. So there's that. Um, <laughs> and then, of yeah. course, there's the like the funny comedy stuff, which sometimes goes very well. Um, I, I would list all. Well, maybe not Scream Four, but Scream One through Three. Mm-hmm. I would oh, okay. the Scream canon, but the original Scream, Scream got the the blend of horror and comedy. Yes, and camp. Yes, 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 like perfection, yeah. um, you know, and then, of course, then there's the ones that are just uh, inspired by Rob. Uh, you, you were there, you know. We had a recent discussion about cockroaches. Um, the movie <laughs> Mimic, which by no means would go on my. Oh, I've uh, never seen that movie. It's terrible, but it's. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know that I remember it being terribly scary, other than the fact that I'm terrified of cockroaches. And that's the whole point of the movie. Is that there are cockroaches everywhere? There's cockroaches everywhere. And then a, there's a cockroach that walks and talks like a man, but he's really a cockroach. What? It's weird. Now I want to see this movie. Mira Sorvino plays an entomologist. It all gets very strange. Wow, Mira Sorvino. Okay. But, I haven't heard that name in ages. Right? But it's, it was the cockroach of it all. <laughs> and, and then, of course, one of my very favorite movies of all time, Shaun of the Dead, which... Oh, I knew you were going to mention that. Totally walks the line between funny slasher, but also tearjerker. Let's be honest at the end. Um, Okay. So like I tried to not, I tried to stick with pure sort of slashery. 
Yeah, I like, I stayed in like a horror vein. thriller slash horror. Yeah, because I'm not. Um, do you feel differently about the pure like the pure like slasher for grotesque sake, like your saws and your mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of those are gross for grosses sake. For the like sake of being gross, yeah, right. Like the purge collection, I would also put. In yeah, that. that's interesting. I didn't. But the concept of the purge, I like. Yes, the purge as a book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the spine of the purge, <laughs> I enjoy. You have to be in your home at a specific time, or you die. Like I enjoy that as an idea. Yes. Uh, for a scary movie, but then I get bored with the like. Yeah, I mean, I like the slasher stuff. I do enjoy the, um. The, the, you know, the, 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 the sudden shock of the, you know, the person jumping out from behind the door. Um, oh, yeah. Also like psychological thrillers, too. Like, <clears throat> on my list, well, the, I feel like the first thing that we should talk about, because it played as the intro. Um, yeah. I also happening. assumed it was on your list, which was why I didn't bring it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the original Halloween yes. so much. So much. Like, I watch it in like the summertime. Like, How could, yeah, you don't need to wait till Halloween for that no, one. No, no, there was. I do like so to wait cool. until it's dark. Yes, yes. Well, um, I can watch a scary movie during the day too. It doesn't bother me. But the ones that are good. Yeah, you need the darkness for the true effect yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, but that first one was so. It was just very naturalistic, right? Yes. You know, I think that's what made it so scary. There weren't a lot of, um, I don't know. It's just they created this fear in in the most quote unquote normal of neighborhoods. Yes, I also think the the like the thing that doesn't happen for me with gore tastic films that are just about as much blood as possible, like your saws. Um, though the original Saw was also quite scary, but by Saw 7. Saw 7. Oh uh, Saw 7 was actually called the final chapter, for the record. But it wasn't. There was like two more. Exactly. Saw is the share of scary movies. <laughs> if I could turn back time. Exactly. I wish I could do the jigsaw voice because I would try and, if I could turn, like I can't. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't know why I just tried to do that. Um, but the, so the difference for me between a gore fest film and something mm-hmm. like a Halloween or a more psychological one, and I think Halloween had to be psychological in part because in 1978, they didn't have the technology to do some of the things they do now, was the tension. They took the time to mm-hmm. build the tension. And yes. that's so great. And and they also what was something that was also interesting about it that built up that tension too, which I always laugh about when I watch the movie. But like when she's trying to get away, like nobody's on the street. Like no one. It's Halloween. No, no like, one was out. <laughs> I don't understand. Dude, I remember a Halloween that I was in the village promoting a burlesque show, and I stepped outside in my costume to promote it, and everyone outside on the street had twenty times less clothes on than I did, <laughs> and I was like. Um, forget it. <laughs> yes. yes. Just going to grab some candy and go back downstairs and wait for the people. <laughs> there was, of course, 
you know, I think more than any other movie genre, the horror film genre gets the most sequels. Oh my God. Because Halloween had one through five, then The Curse of Michael Myers, then H2O with LL Cool J and Jamie Lee Curtis again, then Resurrection, and then the new series of Halloweenies, which is the same as the original series, but just with new, younger, hotter actors. Just make a new project. I don't understand. I know. I know you don't. Saw, as I said, had one through seven. And then one of the films on my list, mm-hmm. um, while I love the original Friday the 13th, okay. uh, this and is I on do. my list, the original. But it is a little, um, it gets a little porny, <laughs> which is fine. Oh but the concept is so good. And uh, Mrs. Voorhees, she would be on my family feud team. Okay. So, uh, but she, <laughs> if I could just like fantasy draft it. I, you know, what actors okay. I put Mrs. Okay. Voorhees on. She could kill the host if we lose. But the, um, yes. uh, she's so great. But I saw Friday the 13th part three, um, which came out in 1982. And I might've seen it right around then. There was a, there was a either three or four, there was a scene and that's way too young to be seeing slasher films. But there was a scene where he kills someone. He's under the bed listen spoiler alert everybody but he's under the bed and he turns the machete somehow vertically already defying the laws of physics bless and manages to shove it then up through a person um and at the time i had a trundle bed as a kid so you were scared to death so it wasn't that i was scared to death but when i would go to bed I would start thinking about how did he do that? And if he could do that, why couldn't he be in the, on the mattress under my mattress waiting to do it? Like he could be, yeah, my, you he know, he could, be, he could be, he could be, let's, let's go. Uh, <laughs> so that was definitely, you know, I guess I didn't see the original until I was more, grown like some mm. you know we were too little for the original yeah i didn't see the original see theaters but i definitely i'm trying to think i was probably i was seven when it came out so i bet it was probably 10 or 11 oh yeah by I then. but i and the reason it probably rang uh strong in my memory is that the where friday of the 13th was filmed was the same location of a camp that I went to Boy Scout sleepaways at. Okay, well, that's ridiculous. Um, I would not be able to recover from that. That would be very exciting. You know that you can, uh, you can, they sometimes open the camp to have like Friday the 13th event. Oh, really? Events. Yeah, yeah. No, when we were kids, we went to Camp Nobi Bosco. And wow. that's where they filmed um, a great deal of Friday the 13th. That's tremendous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that would, that would be very different. <laughs> uh, very different. Um, and of course there was also, there was nine, I wrote the list down. So there was nine regular Friday the 13th. Um, Too much. He get he goes to New York. He, he does some traveling. He to New York. Uh, he, he sends postcards to all of his dead friends. Uh, I assume, oh. um, so part nine was released in 93 and then there was three more 
Jason X in which he goes to space. Uh, Are you for real? Oh yeah, it was great. And then uh, Freddy versus Jason, which is awful. And um, and then of course they remade the original. He goes to space. Uh, that's my memory of it. Is that Jason X? He goes to space, and uh, it's weird. And then there's a great moment. It's a, in it's Fred- a masterpiece. I'm sorry. It re- thank you, Chris Gersbeck, <laughs> chiming in with with uh, why it is a masterpiece. I love. I, listen, I love a bad scary movie more than I love a bad any other movie. And I like. There's a scene in Freddy versus Jason where like they're swinging around a, a, a person in a sleeping bag. <laughs> like it's ludicrous, but it's so good um, because it's so bad. Like I'm willing to right. embrace the no, shenanigans, you know? I can get that with horror. Absolutely. Right? Which Absolutely. does bring me to another one on my list, which I know okay. we've talked about before, but. Uh, it's the Stephen King that made my top five. Although it, I mean, like I could go on and on with the Stephen. Mm-hmm. The Mist, although I did not like the the film yeah. The Mist, uh, it was okay. I love the book The Stand, actually. The Stand is so good. Uh, the Great, the one and the only, I don't care about any fucking remakes and there's been 32,000 of them. Children of the Corn. Oh, it's so interesting. I wonder which one you were going to pick because I have Stephen King too, but it's The Shining. The sh- so good. But see, to me, that's another because The Shining's another level to me. Oh my god! Because it's so psychological. Like The Shining again, Silence of the Lambs. Like those are all scary AF, as the kids maybe don't say <laughs> yes. anymore. I don't know. But like, yes, The Shining is so great. It's so. Um, well, one of the things for me is who's taking that job? There's no <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm taking a job in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Now, I will say, much like you have been to the camp in Friday the 13th, I have been to the lodge where oh, the really? Shining... Oh, yes, at least, you that. Yes, 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 at yes. least the exterior shots of the Shining. It's in yeah. Oregon. Uh, and it is actually quite beautiful. I mean, I don't know if I'd take that job either, but it is... Yes, to be there alone in the middle of winter. It's very picturesque. I mean, they weren't alone, but, like, it's picturesque, I'm sure, but scary as hell. Did you see the new... There's a new Netflix nurse, Ratchet? I haven't I seen have it. I have it with Sarah Paulson. No, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be able to just sit and focus on... Because I love her. So oh, she's, great. she's great. I think that it'll be very interesting. But the Children of the Corn... Yeah, tell me about your Children of the Corn. On the opposite end of the shining spectrum. But yes. there's something... Um, you know, a lot of my stories that I wrote as a kid, in part inspired by Stephen King, involved evil <laughs> children. Because okay. I was a child. So why wouldn't I have, like, an evil kid who killed people? Like, that just made sense. Yeah. Um, some it's might have said I should have gone to therapy at that point. Um Yes, it depends on who you ask. They're writing stories about killing each other. That's oh, well, now they are. But it was a little, I do remember there were times at school when I would, I learned very quickly what to hand in. I'll put it this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote all the time when I was eight, nine, ten years old and learned very quickly what got me weird yeah. looks yes. and concerned moments you alone. You learned the, the art of editing. I did. Well, no, I learned the, the art of hiding. <laughs> Just 
I love my story how it's written, bitch, but I'm not going to let you read it because you're going to be all she crazy. <laughs> no, I just read a lot of Stephen King. But there's something about um, the sort of group demon dynamic of the kids. And maybe because by the time I saw it, I had read Children of the Corn as well. Okay. Um, and Children of the Corn, the story is much worse than the movie obviously I don't remember that book i do i do think i've read it but i don't remember it the movie gets a little cheesy of course because why wouldn't it uh but linda hamilton is, is in it and she's great and um but in the in the book you know by the end when people start dying mm-hmm. for like when the stars i don't want to give anything away um corn <laughs> is used in a lot of ways many ways and that's not okay um <laughs> ladies and gentlemen unless that's your thing in which case yeah it could be listen it i don't want to yuck anybody else's yums to each his own you take that ear yeah, or hers uh-huh. yeah yeah you do you do you people uh yeah. but so i i i saw it because it came out in 1984 so i probably saw it not soon after that i had already read it so i was in that perfectly twilighty teenage not as mm. jaded as i now am stage to sort of remember how bad it got in the book okay, and compose okay. it myself on the slightly lesser murder scenes <laughs> <laughs> on film and merge them into this like oh man can you imagine coming into this town like i added the spooky that they they don't sometimes get right from yes. stephen king's books yes. myself so uh it doesn't hold up and that's uh. fine <laughs> I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in quite some time. Uh, yeah, it's but it is one of the, it's like a perfect sort of weird, perfect setting. I love a good setting. I love the setting of The Shining. I love the setting of mm. you know the isolated sort of why would you go there? As much as I love like general town of Halloween, you know what I mean? Like right, 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 right. Or Scream is just a normal town, but like you know, not on my list because we've talked about it a million times. So I'm taking this opportunity to not talk about Thirty Days of Night, my very favorite vampire film. Uh, they're in Alaska, <laughs> where it's dark for five months. Why didn't anyone ever think of that before? Makes perfect sense. Perfect, perfect sense. It's the perfect setting. Wait, I, so I have <laughs> one that's very contemporary. Ooh. Um, but I feel like because it broke out in a new audience, new storytelling <clears throat> from a psychological place is get out. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. I know. I, I also feel sort of, I, when I was thinking of like, you know, like I love cabin in the woods, but I don't want to talk about it. Cause if you haven't seen it. Yeah. So much gives away and same with get out. If you haven't seen, or, you know, like there's a couple of them that like, you know, everybody knows what happened. You're going to ruin it for people. Right. But Get Out was a good one. It was just like, so, because by the time you fully start to comprehend what's happening, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I do it's love like, those oh my God moments. Yeah. All of a sudden you're in the, you've been watching the story and suddenly, it's interesting. I feel like you've been watching it, waiting for like the moment to happen. And then you realize, oh my God, the moment's been happening the whole time I've been watching. That's masterful storytelling to me. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Yeah. You did a great job with that. When, an, when a scary movie actually scares me, mm-hmm. oh, I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it doesn't... 
you know, Friday the 13th scared me because I was too young to have seen it. Uh, Children of the Corn scared me because I merged it with a book. So like all of these things, I'm also using a little bit of myself. One of them films on my list, not remotely modern or as good as Get Out in terms of its (laughs) filming. But um, I saw this movie at the movie theater. Uh, I was with Carrie Davis. We were going to see an Oscar. Not our plan was to go see an excellent Oscar nominated. I don't even remember which one, but then we got to the theater and we were like, "Mm -hmm. let's see something else. And we saw with no expectations, which I think is one of the things that helps a scary movie. Final destination. Oh yeah. I've only seen that first, uh, because there's like 12 of them now or something, Yes, right? there's, there's actually, there's only five. It felt like there was more. I had to Google it. Uh, and I, I didn't see the fifth one, so it might be tremendous. I don't know. The rest of them are stupid as fuck. But yes. the first one was such a like, Yeah. this is such a good idea. Like, exactly. of course it is. And of course I flew, I was flying all the time at the time. So I was like, if I got assigned a seat, I fucking sat in it. I did not change it. Like for years. Like this is my seat. No, no, no. It says it on my ticket. I have to sit here. Sorry. If the plane crashes, I gotta. If death, I gotta stay gotta here. here. Okay. Gotta be in this seat. Yes. I gotta know my order. And of course, the fact that they played the John Denver song every time somebody died uh, <laughs> was ridiculous, but oh, great. John Denver. But they. I mean, some of the deaths were a little jumpy. You know, mm-hmm. cheesy still, mm-hmm. but jumpy, which was great. Um, yeah. And I just think conceptually, it was such. Yeah, it was a very unique idea. It was, a, yeah, how no one had thought of it was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so good. Let me ask you, are you into um, Rosemary's Baby? Um, yes. Such Bring a good baby. On the classic. What? I d- I was debating too, because you know, obviously, on every classic horror film list is The Exorcist, um, mm-hmm. you know, I which I liked. I get that off of mine. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't. It's not one I would leave on, but there's right. something, uh, something a little evil about uh, Rosemary's Baby, and yes, as uh, Chris Gersbeck is is chiming in with the <laughs> Omen, the omen uh, <laughs> which was so good too. I like a good. Um, I like a good Satan twist. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, and with I, don't, really, I don't get it at soft serves. I don't get like I the don't. vanilla Satan twist. But uh, in your horror world, I like a little Satan. Ruth Gordon, first of all, was brilliant in that movie. Like, just a masterclass in acting <laughs> in that movie. Yes. Um, but all of this, this. Uh, dark, you know, satanic, um, where the lead character, you really feel, you you want to believe that she's not, I, I don't want to say that she's not crazy, but you don't know which side to take in the story, Even, almost until the very end, which is what I love about yeah. she making this up, this, this really happened, like it's, I love it, such a no. good that is that i love those old upper west side apartments they were um dreamy the dream those apartments are the dream yeah no that is um there's a bunch of that sort of classic era that is uh, i think again because they had to build the tension right through the story they couldn't cut away to some cgi of the devil you know and i also think all of them used 
music so beautifully. Mm. Yes. You know, can you imagine the Halloween without without that? Without that theme, even the Omen, and then the Omen Two, uh, Damien something or other, I think. Uh, yeah. They both had a tremendous score under them. And if you're a person who's willing to give yourself over to the movie, yes, um, which yes. you kind of have to be, otherwise, why aren't you at a Merchant Ivory film? But like, if you're gonna, <laughs> give, Ivory, if you're God. gonna give yourself over, then oh, the music just helps. Yes, yes. It's so, so good. So I also have, and this is a genre we haven't really hit on. So also on my list, although I love the original from 1978, I really love the remake, which is very rare, of Dawn of the Dead. Oh, wow. As a zombie film. I Uh, didn't even think about zombie films. Huh. It is, I mean, it's technically a horror film. And of course, you know, the original, the great George A. Romero. Um, But the 04 Dawn of the Dead had Ving Rhames, Mackay Pfeiffer. What? The dad from Modern Family, whose name I can't remember. Oh, um, actor. Oh my God, I love him. Ty Burton, Ty, yeah. Ty Burrell, Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he plays a super dick. He's so great. Um, there's a little bit of humor here and there. There's a little bit of a love story going on somehow. Okay. Uh, and yet, there's awesome zombies. It's zombies. so good. I like a good... Zombies were a thing. They were for a while. They were a big movie thing. There's so many B-grade zombie films. Yeah. I mean, that list could go on and on. So I do think that there's, there's also a danger of doing them. I mean, even Shaun of the Dead, which is, was also released in 04, ironically. But they, um, you know, even their use of zombies is so very, you know, like zombies have the potential to just be stupid, right? Like, you know what I mean? They move real slow. Why they can't you outrun speak. them? They don't speak. They don't have brains, right? So they're, I mean, they have brains. You got to destroy them. But like, they're dumb. Um, yeah. I feel like of all the, you know, I, I feel that way a little bit about every year at Halloween when I was a bartender, that would, I would make like the tip jar choices. Who would you rather? Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yes. I'm a big fan of who would you rather games. And, uh, uh, my favorite one for Halloween, of course, although I've done Chucky versus Annabelle, which doll would you fuck? Um, I've done them all. Uh, but the, uh, Michael Myers V Voorhees. And I'm, a, I, I'm, down with Voorhees all day, but like over Michael Myers. Um, as, a, as a what? Who I would rather. Oh, oh, um, really? Yeah. Michael Myers is a stunted child. Sorry, there's something <laughs> weird about that. <laughs> Wait, he's also a strong child. That's the one thing that drives me crazy in the beginning of the original because his parents come home and he has stabbed his sister. That's they, true. But he's like six. Yeah, like, good point. That's not easy for a six-year-old. couldn't, like, you know, take him down. It seems odd. Well, and yet then we have Malachi from Children of the Corn just working well, yeah. up. There you go. He's the leader, and he I think he's supposed to be like eight. <laughs> that you is know? true. But he, he's got the power of Satan on his side. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, so but it, that's true. Although Malachi's parents clearly knew it when they named him Malachi. <laughs> like you name a kid Michael, maybe he's fine. 
Um, there's also a movie. This is not on my list because the whole the end of the movie lets it down. But there's a movie called The Descent. Have you ever seen that one? No. It's a real gore fest. It's meant to be a gore fest. Uh, the the end. It's 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 a bunch of ladies that they do some spelunking. Then turns out one had slept with the others. But the, the backstory. Oh. No one gives a shit. But the. Okay. Um, and then the end, they get in this, they get all the way down in this cavern cave area. And then, of course, there's zombie like creature things that kill everybody. The descent, you said? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. uh, they go down, get it? Um, but there are scenes as they get to the zombie creature, creatures, alien creatures, whatever, the hellscape creatures, whatever they are, where the women are spelunking uh-huh. in such uh-huh. tight spaces and the filming of it. It's horrible. Is, is, no, it's so spectacular that literally watching it makes me catch my breath. Oh. Because it's filmed so beautifully that you're like, that's where I would die. That's where I would die. In the cave. I wouldn't get out. I'd get stuck and I would die there and that's how I would die. And it's so perfectly shot to make it seem so claustrophobic and narrow that it's not even the part that's supposed to be scary that scares me. <laughs> When is it from? Like, when did it come out? Roughly. I'm going O's. Okay. 04, 08, something like that. Maybe 08-ish. Add it to my list. Check it out. It is, it is a good one. Um, I get a little... I, I always get a little over some of the, like... You know, like, The Last House on the Left is a great movie. and, and But mm. they always start to get a little rapey. And I hear you. Whereas a woman that's terrifying but it yes i don't know that doesn't always no, work that makes sense that makes sense um i also have like honorable mention kind of for, i love uh, it <laughs> for the blair witch project i fucking hate that movie no i'm just kidding but i don't there's hate it no denying its initial moment in time yes agreed i was not in the country for it so i missed the excitement but I remember seeing it in a theater. I, I don't think I've experienced this in another movie theater ever in my life. When I Agreed. saw that movie, there were people sitting on the floor in the aisles. I agree. When I saw it, um, and I, I feel like we've talked about this before. I can't remember if we've talked about it in a podcast, but I was in England, came home, was literally picked oh, right, up to the, right. from the airport and brought to the theater. So I didn't know. Right. You know, people were filling me in on the way to the airport, like, oh my God, it's supposed to be real, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Wait, what? And, um, but it was sold out. Like, Angelica was sold to capacity. Um, oh, and it was, yeah, and it was madness. But I also remember there's something wonderful about, and it did happen during that movie. Uh, also, it happened when I saw Open Water. Um, when okay. people are, when the whole theater is full and everybody wants to be there really badly. You can feel that everybody wants in on this scary journey. There's like, when I saw Open Water, which, you know, obviously belongs on our top 10 shark movies (laughs) episode when we get there. It'll just, I was going to say, it'll just be me. (laughs) Because I have like 20 top. But anyway, but when I saw Open Water, there's there's beautifully filmed scenes that that are nighttime scenes. And they're, they're already left out to sea at this point Mm -hmm. and the camera's like dipping under the water and you're just seeing shapes and they let it they let the screen is 90 percent dark i mean Mm -hmm. it's like you're just watching a dark screen and hearing sounds of water it's kind of weird but 
the sound started to cut out a little bit at the theater when I saw it. And now normally, I remember seeing one of the X-Men uh-huh. movies and the sound came out, cut out. And I, I thought theater, <laughs> I thought that the people who worked at the theater were going to lose their lives. Uh, I have never seen such, like nobody wanted to get up because nobody wanted to miss the end of the movie. Right. But right. then when one person did, it totally broke the seal. And I honestly thought they were going to come back in with like somebody on a stake. Like I was like, people were fucking mad. Yeah. Um, luckily, it was like the second time I'd seen it, but whatever. But the open water, it cut out. So you really had to like really mm. listen. And the whole thing, you could have dropped yeah. a penny. And yeah. the same thing did sort of happen at, at Blair Witch. It, it made it more exciting to see the movie. Oh my God. People were, there was just this. I remember the, because I guess I saw it right at the middle before it fully broke as, you know, this definitely is not real. But there was just a moment of, can this be real? Like, is it possible that this movie that we're watching is really the, like, final? And and if it is, why are they making a movie out of it? (laughs) (laughs) And also, that's kind of not nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, no, I mean, it definitely... I also just think anytime that there's so like 28 days later, not to be confused with uh, the Sandra Bullock vehicle, uh, 28 days, very different. No zombies, no zombies with the Bullock, uh, but definitely Viggo Mortensen. Um, But in 28 days later with the zombs, there is, there's a scene like three quarters of the way through. And it is, I mean, it's scary. It's end of the world. It's pretty typical zombie stuff. It's well done. I don't, I don't have any complaints, mm-hmm. but there's a moment mid like two thirds of the way th- through the movie where they're having a conversation of, you know, which of the remaining women they should impregnate and rape and so that mm-hmm. they can start again. And I remember that moment staying with me because it's wonderfully mm. shot. It's wonderfully scripted. It's whatever, because it really did make me think a little bit like America today. Where would we be if we were so unhinged? Would we just kidnap a governor because we're a militia? You know what I mean? Like, and then torture her because we want to do whatever we want. But like, it was that sort of heightened feeling at the theater of, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, as everybody was so on board with the movie, you could almost feel everybody being like, dude, what would I do in that moment? (laughs) And obviously the women had slightly different opinions, but like it was, you know, definitely. I hear you. Yeah, definitely depending on where, you know, this comes back to all remakes, I think, but certainly there's so much to how you see a scary movie, when you see it, what mood you're in. Exactly. The, the energy of the people around you. all How drunk you are. I mean, the usual Ooh. stuff. Um, which brings me to my le- the last official movie on my list, which was the 2008 vehicle, The Strangers. Oh, I did um, not know that. With Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. And mm. uh, so, I, you know, the setting for me was I was in the middle of a horrible breakup. I was very upset. I didn't want to go to a movie at all. Uh, I was dragged to the movies to distract me. We're going to go see a scary movie. They're your favorite. Okay, fine. And the movie starts with a couple breaking up. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, this. come (laughs) on. (laughs) Um, But then they go to, like, I don't want to give it away. They go to a cabin and they're stalked by strangers hence the title the strangers okay um even though they've just broken up they happen to be together they're stalked by strangers and everybody dies but 
it was so i was so emotionally a wreck when i saw Mm -hmm. it anyway and it's a well-paced psychological i've not i haven't watched it again that's how good it is Hmm. i've seen the original halloween thirty-two thousand times I've seen oh Children God, of yes. the Corn 32,000 times. I just watched Shaun of the Dead two days ago and then watched Dawn of the Dead because they came out the same year and they have a very similar title. So like, but this one, I can't watch again. Really? So in, in the realm of what actually scared me, not since I saw... In, in, in a psychological way. Yes. There's some gore. There's some slashing. Don't get me wrong. But it's a stalking film. Like... I'm, I'm and, making a note right now. Oh, good. And the tension, the tension was so strong and so well built in the movies. Now I've built it up too much, so you're going to hate it. But there was a point in the movie where I jumped in the theater and I, I hit with the blade of my hand, the side of my hand. Uh-huh. What would this be called? The so, I don't know. I guess the side. I hit my straw. Yeah. This was back when we could use straws too. I had a straw <laughs> in my soda. I had booze in my soda with my straw because I'm a grown up. As you do, yes, yes. I'm grown. I can bring a fifth you to the know, movies you can do and, uh, <laughs> and have several beforehand. I'd been drunk for days. Sure. But the um, I jumped and hit the straw with the side of my uh-huh. hand and split it. Oh, wow. Such was the ten- – I am not a karate ninja star, Rob. <laughs> Such was the tension in my body that I split a straw. I want to see it now. I'm looking at the uh, description right here. It is. Um, I don't. I. I wonder, of course, in hindsight, if seeing it, you know, in a normal Tuesday mood, you know, made myself a tortilla kind of thing. Like, what I care as much yes. at this point. But yes. like, I don't know. I kind of want to leave it just as it is in my head, as super scary, and it got me. And that's kind of what I like about it. That. I was actually scared. Yes, that the the <clears throat> screenwriter and well and the director, I should say, the two of them together, really achieved the the true goal of that type of movie. Like it, yeah. that reached you out to the point where you don't even want to see it again. Yep. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't need to. I'm good. Yep. I also don't want to watch Mimic again, but for the cockroach of it all, like <laughs> th- that's different. But I think that's different. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit different. Little bit. Yeah. But this, yeah. Wow. We, yeah, we, so got, we got some good ones. We got some. I would say that the only movie, I meant to look up the title of it and I couldn't find it. Uh, we saw, I saw in the theaters, the only time I've ever seen a NC-17 movie, which was also a horror film. And those two genres should never be combined. NC-17 and horror? Yeah. There was some brutal sexual mm-hmm. deaths and then there was a baby at one point and i was like if that i remember saying out loud in the theater that one that used to be by lincoln center the smaller one it was showing this oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh i also saw let the right one in there which was in spanish <laughs> and was still scary even though i had to read it it was still scary. um but okay the where i literally was like if he goes near that baby we're leaving this movie's ridiculous. It was German. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. I had a small meltdown. <laughs> I can see you doing that, too. Nope. That's what I was mean. like, nope, he just stabs it. Nope, if he stabs the baby, we are fucking leaving. <laughs> just top of my lungs. I was, any movie decorum out the window. 
I've had enough. Oh my God, I can I see you we like, putting on your coat. Yep. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, girl. Uh, oh, is he going in the baby's room? Bye-bye. I'll be getting some popcorn. See you later. <laughs> also, I'm not coming back. Oh my goodness. I'm going to go take a walk by the fountain in Lincoln Center. Sit and, yes. hope, and hope that a slasher kills me so I don't have to go back. Oh my gosh, I can't. I can't. I love it. I could watch scary movies all day, and I do all through the month of October. That's what I'll be doing. That's what, yeah. It's what the month of October is for, folks. Yeah. So, you know, people, if you have, maybe we missed your favorite. You should, dearest million listeners, you should email us. Ooh. Yes. Before we. <laughs> before Jason comes to get us. Before we die. I once did a burlesque number as Jason. We'll save that for another episode. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> check out takingyoubacktocom. Listen in today. Let us know your favorite scary movies because we'd love to know. Crazy. And, uh, you know, be careful out there. Be careful out there.